0: This episode is brought to you by Podcast Assist, offering voiceovers, audio editing and mastering, transcriptions and show notes, episode summaries, and even hosting a podcast on a topic important to you. Visit facebook.com podcastassist assist for more info on their flat $30 per hour rate. Subscribe with iTunes, Boom, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. And if you enjoy what you hear, like us on Facebook. Also, consider throwing a little cash our way by visiting patreon.com koreafm. And find more of our great content on our home on the web, koreafm.net. Some South Koreans have begun to question whether a major seismic event could also happen here, and if Korea's buildings, bridges, and other infrastructure could survive. I spoke with a seismologist working for the Korea Institute of Geoscience and Mineral Resources to find out how nearby earthquakes, such as the recent events in Japan, can affect seismic activity right here in South Korea.
1: My name is Tae Sung Kim. I'm working at Igam as a senior researcher. There were two events. uh, April 14, there was a magnitude 6.5 event, and... After two days, a uh, little bit bigger uh, event, magnitude seven point three, was uh, observed. So uh, after this uh, event, we are observing uh, small aftershocks. And based on our observations, if there is a large magnitude event on Korean Peninsula, it might trigger small magnitude events. For example, uh, in China. There was magnitude 7.3 events in 1975 and 1976. After these two events, I think after two years, that, uh, we had a magnitude 5.2 events uh, in Korean Peninsula. Uh, another example is, I think uh, there was uh, uh, Christmas of 1930. There was uh, a magnitude 7 event uh, in the west coast of uh, Japan. And after this event, I think six years later, we observed a magnitude 5.0 uh, event in the Peninsula. And, uh, you know, Kobe event, it is a well-known uh, event that, that occurred uh, in 1995. The magnitude was 7.2, a pretty large uh, magnitude. Uh, after this event, there were uh, two events uh, in Kawan province um, and it is 4.5 band and Gyeongsang uh, basin, so there is I think kind of empirical relationship, but there is no systematic quantification between these. While
0: certain instances of neighboring earthquakes have preceded seismic activity here in Korea, Dr. Kim says generally South Korea is much less at risk than Japan and other areas.
1: We can classify the earthquakes into two types based on the tectonic relationship. One is interplate earthquake. Uh, this event, uh, this earthquake occurs within the plate. The other type is the uh, earthquake occur around the boundary between uh, two tectonic plates. So in our case, the Korean Peninsula belongs to Eurasian uh, plate and earthquake type is interplate earthquake. Usually in uh, plate, we don't expect a large magnitude event. Also, the magnitude of earthquake uh, is related to the length of active force. But uh, as far as we know, we don't have a uh, large length of uh, active force. So uh, I think we don't expect a large magnitude event in the future.
0: Despite lower risk than other areas of the world, Korea has had earthquakes in the past, and some experts are saying more seismic activity is on the way after the recent earthquakes in Japan. KBS World reports Ji-hun Cho, director of the Korean Earthquake Research Center, recently warned that the Japanese prefecture hit by recent quakes is located on the same tectonic plate as the Korean peninsula. And Yonsei Earth System Sciences Professor Hong Tae-kyung noted that South Korea cannot be certain of its safety from earthquakes as strong seismic events in the vicinity of the peninsula could place additional pressure on the area. As some domestic scientists are now claiming a 5.5 magnitude earthquake in Korea is possible now in the near future. I spoke with a Korean structural design expert to find out how South Korea's current building regulations have been improved compared to the past in order to make sure South Korean bridges and other infrastructure would survive such an event.
2: My name is Taehyong Lee. I'm a professor at, at the Department of Civil Engineering Kangwon Universities, and I'm a member of Korean Earthquake Engineering Society. When we consider the seismic design of the structures, the structures are, are designed to resist uh, ground acceleration. The acceleration is a part of the earthquake that, that we feel, actually. Then acceleration actually shakes the structure. So structures uh, has to resist those Acceleration. So the level of ground accelerations are different. But roughly speaking, we uh, make structures stronger. You know, earthquake engineers and structural engineers, they have been studying a lot since maybe uh, mid-50s or something. We believe after experiencing so many historical earthquakes, we have very well established design codes so that uh, structures can resist even a very strong earthquakes. So new structures are based on very well-established seismic design. They withstand very well.
0: Specifically here in Korea, Professor Lee says that while regulations have been on the books for two decades or longer to ensure buildings and other infrastructure will hold up during an earthquake, older designs are much less
2: safe. We have seismic design codes for many different infrastructures and buildings. Actually, our building code Since 1988, uh, the seismic design was required to six stories or higher buildings, private or public, and now it it is expanded to include uh, three stories or higher. So we have long history, actually, for low seismic country. And bridges and other infrastructures, I would say since 1990s and after 2000, so currently, we have seismic design code for almost all infrastructures. So new structure, new uh, newly constructed structure, maybe after 2000, I believe they are well uh, well prepared to earthquake that we think we might experience in Korea. Uh, we have law enforcement for specifically that one. We call it 지진 재해 대책법. Now, uh, it was established from 2008, and that law lists all the structures, specific infrastructures that need to be seismically designed or prepared to resist to earthquake. So that law actually enforces uh, the listed structures need to be seismically designed. But structures that are not seismically designed or seismically designed but based on all the design codes, I would say they, uh, they might be pretty vulnerable. So we need to uh, evaluate the seismic vulnerability of all the structures and uh, try to uh, retrofit and improve the seismic capacity of those structures.
0: For TBS eFM, I'm Chance Dorland. This episode is brought to you by Podcast Assist, offering voiceovers, audio editing and mastering, transcriptions and show notes, episode summaries, and even hosting a podcast on a topic important to you. Visit Facebook.com slash for more info on their flat $30 per hour rate. Talk radio, music, and podcasts from the Korean Peninsula, koreafm.net.